Gabby. Hi, James. Where are we today? <laughs> uh, right now we're in a tiny little uh, pistachio house. Oh, they actually okay. shrunk us to get in here. Okay, yeah, I was trying to figure out how we got inside, <laughs> but... Okay, you kind of got, you sort of, uh, uh, what is it, you, uh, when you get knocked out, you fainted during the shrinking process, <laughs> which he warned me, us of. I know, I'm prone to fainting, yeah. so it did, it was bound to happen. Yeah, and I knew you'd be okay. Yeah, so thank but, you uh, for reorienting me in my... <laughs> but now we're here, we're now we're in this tiny it's pistachio so shell. Yeah. Yeah, I love how it's, I love the rosy uh, walls. Yeah, and the spiral staircase. Absolutely. Gotta check that out later. Yeah. Yeah, go on the rooftop. I wonder what that'll feel like. I, that's why it's so resonant in here because of the high ceilings of yeah. the pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it in here. So it'll be a, a great sound episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're both going places this week, which I think is sort of special. Totally. Um, you want to share with the class where you're going? We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna Hawaii again. Oh, but it's gonna be a bigger trip because my friend and I have been wanting to go to this volcano on another island that mm-hmm. erupted recently i've always wanted to see lava dude i have always too lava is so yeah. no one talks about lava in the way they should yeah and i don't think it'll be the kind of thing where i'll like see lava like yeah. you know like flowing by me i think it's it might be the glow that's so cool and i hope that it's there because it, it um, erupted recently yeah um so that'll be cool but it'll just be nice and it's just my friend in hawaii and they're moving out of their place soon mm. that's like really magic and so we're gonna kind of like have our last hurrah. Last hurrah yeah. <laughs> but so I'm excited. Fun. Yeah, I got a cool... It's just going to be fun, so I'm preparing. It's also like a year anniversary of you going. It's crazy, actually. It was I the, when I first got pulled ago. into yeah. that <laughs> vortex. Yeah. It was like November 3rd. You come back and you're like, I'm moving back again. <laughs> I would, no. no I, I realized I was like... I had this moment when I left and I can be so extreme with things and mm-hmm. be like, I had my Hawaii, I'm going. But it's like, I made friends there... I literally know the island so well now. I was like, if I really was being true to how I want to live, it would be like, oh, I have friends I can visit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What's a five-hour plane ride? Nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. So I'm excited. It'll be good. I miss I miss everybody. I miss the dog. I know. I'm, I'm excited to watch your, your content. Yeah. I got the iPhone 13. So big. So I'll probably We're be... actually, we're joining um, the same phone plan, everyone. Yeah, we've had, so I have had Boost Mobile since I was like 14 because I got it. That was, my parents didn't get me a phone and that was the cheapest one. I remember I would pay like 40 a month for this little, um, but I've had that since. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to jump on there plan and because I went on AT&T to escape Boost Mobile and I thought that I was getting a deal when we got AT&T internet but I I think I talked about this on the podcast I got like <laughs> literally scammed yeah. um and so fuck AT&T also they're super bad as a corporation AT&T. which I didn't realize so yeah. um now me Gabby and Bella are all gonna be on the same plan which it was really cool. right I feel like that's yeah so no nice. if it's like if it was just my sister and I it would have been like 60 a month but with three of us it's 40 a month hell yeah <laughs> and that's cheaper than what AT&T was offering me, and you guys so. that was our first sponsorship no just kidding no it's not <laughs> I'm just excited to have a new phone I've also had the iPhone 8 like cracked to death like my phone is so cracked that I can feel it like yeah like it could cut me probably <laughs> yeah I'm the thing is my 8 still functions and I just don't want to let go of the button I know. So I'm excited for you to get a new phone so I can sort of acclimate myself through yeah, you. Yeah, totally. I got it. So we, it already came and I looked at it and it's a little bit smaller, which I like mm. because um, 
I don't know that the iPhone, this iPhone eight, whatever the Pro, it's the big one. It's just a little. It's, I feel like it's too big. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, dude. Big yeah. Old, big old panel. <laughs> Solar panel. Um, well, that's all good. And I'm going to Albuquerque. Yes, I'm going back to Albuquerque. That was something we talked about too, because I said with Hawaii, I was like, oh, am I being like annoying and non-intentional just like going to Hawaii you know Mm -hmm. and then I had this moment where I had this health ailment right that really made me feel like why do I ever not do anything yeah and then you had that moment where you're like am I just going back to Albuquerque and like filling my time yeah we were like no your boyfriend's over there you love him fuck it see is the day so I'm in that mood now I'm just like why do I ever like restrict myself yeah some sense of self-control for what yeah especially because you're not doing anything harmful like you're not actually self-harming like it would be one thing if it was like i eat five (laughs) gallons of ice cream i'm just (laughs) or i'm going back to my like cult in hawaii where we do weird drugs or yeah it's like so it's literally so simple it's very wholesome yeah um that'll be good and then i'm going to tucson for thanksgiving which will be kind of lol but also fun. Okay, that'll be really fun yeah (laughs) thanksgiving i'll be in hawaii for thanksgiving i know i'm excited to like um go to the family like there's just like a main family i already know who i'm gonna be eating with oh yeah it was because i was wondering if you were gonna just abstain. yeah well there's like the main like crew over there which i went to like their super bowl party <laughs> and it's funny it's the a two funny most crew. american things they're like super bowl party and thanksgiving <laughs> and i know i wonder if they're gonna be traditional american but i know that in like hawaii they do um the pig they get a giant pig oh, wow. and they make it in the ground damn and my friend can actually do that. Like, he's a hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, should I interview him for the pod and be like, what's it like to kill oh an animal? <laughs> Whoa. Because that's the only hunter I've ever met. I've, yeah, I've never met a hunter. Um, but it's just very, it's part of the culture there. Yeah. But he he can bake a pig in the ground. That's so crazy. And I was like, I hope that's what happens. I think, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'll probably be like led by some parent. You could suggest that like, hey, I... I did tell him, I was like, I want to see that. And I told my mom and my mom said in Austria they would do it too. And she was like, my mom would come back from these parties in the countryside and they would do that. I never got to see one. Wow. I was like, well, maybe... maybe." I've seen, I've seen whole pigs in like kitchens yeah being like roasted it's to me horrifying um but (laughs) but the concept of not having like an appliance right i think and it's also different where like it's an organic thing of like they've found the pig and it's not like transferred from a warehouse yeah and the technology is like pretty yeah (laughs) it's all very earthy yeah i think i think that could be a pretty cool experience also like over there like pigs are um non-native Oh, interesting. And toxic to the environment. Mm. And they're also really scary and they're gross. Are they, like, hoggy? <laughs> yeah, they're, like, wild boar vibes. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, they can charge at you. <laughs> Dude, um, Tucson has also, like, boar, boar sort boar of action, things. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they'll crowd around my uncle's house, and you have to, like, just wait till they leave. Because if you get out of the car, they could just charge <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, they really yeah. can. Yeah. And animals, too, have to be careful with dogs. I remember one time we were on a hike, and the dog was, like messing with the pigs and we were like no. yeah like we could hear them in the distance and he kept acting like he was about to go do something and like run into the bushes and we were like you can't take a fucking pig dude. yeah oh scary <laughs> just this little pit bull mix you can't take a pig <laughs> um but yeah that'll be fine we were holidays i might end up staying longer my mom said she was expecting me to stay longer than the day which is already happening i think because the the volcano trip i got a text today i just i think i'll yeah we'll see <laughs> 
See you next year. Yeah, I know, I know. Let me know when you're coming back. So I, I literally was like, well, you're going out of town. I might as well just go out of town, too. Um, <laughs> um, but so we're, today we're talking about a couple things. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into kind of globalization, kind of the pendulum swinging on simulated globalization through the internet. Yeah. Yes. And then astral world, but like also share like concert. Cause James and I really had a, a we moshing, had a moshing era. So yeah, we'll we get really into that did. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess first off we made the discord. I made a discord for size Moon, which yeah. was trippy. So cool. I literally got in, I saw it and I was like, Oh, I got to sign up. And then didn't, didn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then right before, an hour before you closed it, I was like, I, 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 I said like, gosh, I got to get in on this. And then I did. And I felt so good about myself. It was literally like victory of the week that I, I got it. Like you made it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to keep it up long. Like I thought that I could keep the story up for like 24 hours, but it like filled up pretty fast. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe it's better to keep it at like 3k or something. Yeah. Otherwise um, it's just pure chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like to begin just, with, especially, like... Yeah, it's just, like, yeah. an open thing, Yeah, much. Because like, it really know. is, like... It feels like a stream of consciousness, but mm-hmm. it's 5,000 people or whatever, 3,000 people's yeah, streams. like, maintained. And yeah. what I find really fascinating was, like, the ability for it to, like, be so themed because... Like, I feel very rooted in that theme because I'm, like, mm-hmm. living it every day. Mm-hmm. But I was like, wow, people really get the vibe yeah absolutely <laughs> like that i found really the, interesting like, too witchy like you know existence yeah um were you aware of discord before this like have you what was discord i always sort of i'm <laughs> i'm very affected by names so like discord mm, i was argument, like right? yeah and yeah. it's like discordant and i just was yeah. like i'm never checking that all yeah like, that sounds like a negative space i just sound <laughs> like i'm gonna be upset there um but i yeah so i didn't really have a concept of like what that was to be mm-hmm. honest i i feel like if someone said discord and twitch are the same thing i would have like been like yes you were right thank you for telling me i know i feel like they're connected somehow yeah um how did you who was even like discord well, it started with I didn't really know what it was, and then it was a path of things where it's like I have some people trying to get me to make an NFT or NFTs, mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm down to do it to like see what it's like, but I also yeah. don't get it, and I just want someone to like do it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I do the art, and um, part of it was they're like having a Discord, like that's how a lot of like crypto communities communicate. So interesting. And then simultaneously, I had been following a person that I didn't know was like a crypto NFT platform. Mm-hmm. And we were just messaging because I just liked their aesthetic. It's very like Tumblr existency, you know, and my word today, existency. Um, and we were talking, and then I was like, "Oh wow! Like you have a lot of knowledge about this like crypto, like NFT stuff, but you're in a different way. Like I feel like the person who I know is very kind of like business oriented and like." Uh, motivational speaker-esque and I kind of have issues sometimes with that vibe you know Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't like if someone like yells at me let's go like that doesn't make me want to go it's very coach (laughs) yeah like it's and I think some people are like that they're like let's go let's make this something you know and I'm like no that's not what like that isn't you're like like, what is progress (laughs) yeah I'm like what is progress is an illusion (laughs) uh yeah I really am like fueled by I don't know, like, mystery and, like, honesty. Yeah. Like, I want someone to be like, hey, like, 
this can be a fun way to self-actualize, right. <laughs> you know, not right. like, let's go look at these stats anyways. And then this part, but this person was doing that stuff, but in a way more artistic way. Like I already, like I said, I was following them because I love their style. And I was like, well, this could be interesting insight to see if I even want to do this, um, and see someone who's more like contemporary about it. So I hung out with this person, really amazing, met up in downtown and just spent the day together mm. planning like a vision board for like just a, a post or something that we're going to do together, but also getting info on their thing and they run the discard for this collective and I saw the discord and I was like oh it's literally just a chat room mm. it's an exclusive chat room and mm. the whole thing about discord is they make it so exclusive where even like with links to invite you can customize like how many people can use the link and for how many hours so you can mm. literally be like this link only works for 30 minutes you know yeah. like if you want to just be like that so they really kind of emphasize that I was like, this is literally just a chat room and also just this urge to get off Instagram more and more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And be yeah. like, well, I want, you know, I don't want you to just have yeah, to go I to Instagram feel that. to like, yeah, I feel like so much. Yeah. To have the vibe, um, the Saisun energy. Anyways, so, but then one day I just got so Instagram focused. Instagram is so small. It's small and it's limiting. You can't really have any conversations. Yeah. Like everything you want from social media is like a bit absent. Like it's really just a place to like, perform like I kind of almost see it like a bulletin board yeah um anyway I had a really focused day I spent six hours I feel like I didn't even blink like I making the discord my, I didn't take my lion's mane do you want one I have them here <laughs> honestly yeah after this yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been taking the lion's mane yeah um, it's helpful ginkgo combo do you feel happier I just feel like I'm accomplishing like I'm working later in the day mm-hmm. but not feeling as stressed but I keep thinking like wow I'm working constantly and mm-hmm. it's almost like to a point of being like I should probably text someone yeah <laughs> because I'm just like really in it which is what I need to be right now so it's a mm-hmm. good thing but yeah it is really interesting I feel like less at sea like I look mm-hmm. at the past week I had taking the lion's mane and ginkgo and I'm like really I just did what I was supposed to do without yeah. like feeling like it was so much work like right right so it is good stuff yeah um apparently it might be like temporary so <laughs> enjoy <laughs> Get it while you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I was like people were people got really into it when I shared it and people and I was looking at forums and people were like oh it only worked for me for like three months or that's interesting and then I started getting headaches or like you know so just huh. be vigilant so far yeah. it's been kicking my ass in a good way I yeah. had to go down to only one capsule because when I took two capsules I couldn't sleep I was so productive oh wow yeah I've only been taking one on one I was so like focused and alive yeah <laughs> so I've stopped that but it's cool it's really cool I feel like also your energy is like ready to do that at any moment I know yeah. that's the thing is I feel like if I literally like I'm one switch away from like getting the full yeah thing, so that's what happens yeah but yeah that's fun I'm glad that it's affecting you positively I love it yeah it's cool I also just love a ritual give me a ritual and I will fall down on my knees <laughs> It lines me like it feels so good, like because I don't like swallowing pills, so I open mine and put it in water, and it just mm-hmm. tastes like so earthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is bright. <laughs> I've also like I trust it because with lion's mane, I've heard about lion's mane for a few years, but mm-hmm. ginkgo, my mom has always talked about ginkgo biloba really? for memory. Yeah, interesting. So f- when you said that, I was like, oh, there's definitely like credence to this. It's not just some like new TikTok person that decided yeah. to make it a thing. Like, like it I really like her. yeah. Yeah, also it was recommended to me by that um, eye psychic who's oh who's an old man, yeah. literally an old wizard. Yeah. Probably doesn't know what TikTok is. Hasn't heard of a phone. And he just said it was for my sinus inflammation, mm. which it was in a sense, because he kind of gave me a, a recipe to like get rid of it completely. And mm. I think that was the part that was like repair what's been 
inflamed. Makes sense. Yeah, I think I definitely have inflammation. And issues. ginkgo tastes like nothing. I have the tincture for that. I just think it's always a good sign. And ginkgo sign. is such a beautiful tree. Yeah. Those like beautiful, you know, the golden like paddle leaves that fall. Like, oh yes, and yeah. they make a lot of. I've seen like a chair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're so right. Yeah. Who doesn't Aww, want that in their body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's a good thing. But yeah, that's yeah. why I was so focused for the Discord. I literally was like, okay, thanks, Lions Mean. Thanks, Herb. Yeah, and then so many people joined and like really made it cool. Like everyone there was posting really good, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're back, but it made me think, and also people were really. A lot of people were saying, oh, you know. Maybe I won't go on Instagram again, or like, mm. this is such a good Discord. If the metaverse was like this, I would stay here. Yeah. Um, and it made me think about how, like, how do these kind of like getting more popular? Like, Discord used to be for gamers, it was very video game centric. Yeah. And now it's like something that like spiritual people have, and like, you know, influencers have, and brands have. And I was like, what does that tell us about the direction of people's like psyche in communities if they are happy to be? anonymous in a chat room together right, under right. like a shared theme and an exclusive like clubhouse vibe you know mm-hmm. well you think about reddit that's why reddit has been so successful over the years mm-hmm. which is like reddit if you look at it it's for me hard to follow like discord is way more beautiful <laughs> discord and like, is more beautiful yeah reddit is like feels like it's a, in a beta stage mm-hmm. you know but people love it because you can just find like-minded people and just stay in that vibe and you never have to know who you're actually talking to yeah and the threads stay up like you yeah. can research a medical condition and there's like a conversation from five years ago uh, yeah. i was looking for a milk yeah. frother without teflon and i found it like i googled it and a reddit <laughs> thread came up yeah it's cool by the way teflon you guys is actually really terrible i learned about that recently my mom has always been anti-teflon yeah, yeah. my parents after my mom was always like don't use a fork you're gonna pull up the teflon but it's like yeah. no we shouldn't have been using the teflon at I all i literally one time ate a bunch of teflon because <laughs> <laughs> well it was at our old place and i didn't realize like <laughs> i also like why did i just eat it anyways or I ate some of it. I just, like, <laughs> I didn't realize that, like, I thought someone had maybe used it before and put a bunch of, like, seasoning. Oh, no. And I was like, must be nice. And then I, it was, like, scrambled eggs. And then I realized it was little black bits of um, um, pan. Terrible. Yeah, so it's over. It was, the best thing you can do is get a ceramic pan. A ceramic is the shit. Yeah. Totally. It's really worth the investment, I will mm-hmm. say. Um, it's more beautiful. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I... Cookware is one of those things that if you invest in it and you take care of it, will be with you for the next 20 years or whatever. Very true. Um, uh, but yeah, I think Discord and these websites that make it easy to like stay and find like-minded mm-hmm. people is just activating a part of the brain that we've always had, which is just like wanting to be in like a tribe, mm-hmm. like a small tribe, and be like, okay, like we all together and this is what we do and we all we all like hunt for the same fish and like a sense of trust yeah like yeah. we all have the same um goal mm-hmm. the same idea of how we want to survive mm-hmm. and that's like something we've definitely lost i think because we've had to like expand ourselves so rapidly and our our minds haven't adapted mm-hmm. uh or evolved in the like literal sense to that you know yeah, and it might be impossible. Like, I'm starting to think... I feel like we're coming out of a time where everyone felt like we had all the resources we needed to, like, save the world. Yeah. And, like, communicate, like, en masse, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. like, it kind of backfired in the sense that it made people more hostile towards, towards each other and also 
fearful for their own like self-actualization right. because it feels it feels like bewildering yeah there's no one yeah. to like hold you through that or like yeah. no one to trust yeah and that's kind of like you said it's like almost a primal level of like it's like a, a base survival was it the maslow's Absolutely. hierarchy of needs yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the like bottom pieces yeah. and so if you think the internet's a community or posting on the internet without kind of I don't know, the, like, addition of, like, exclusivity or choice or trust, it's, like, you're kind of just going to always be discombobulated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I've never been able to vibe with Twitter, because it feels, like, so open. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing with Twitter that I've, like... Twitter's so crazy. You know, you can get reposted by someone, you can have 175 followers, and all of a sudden you're, like, national news getting canceled while you're on a flight (laughs) from South Africa or whatever, like, that woman, because, you know, the the retweeting, it just goes through all these different channels, and, like... If you think about energy, like, that, if your energy is constantly going through tons of different channels, you feel ungrounded, you feel unstable, mm-hmm. you feel, you know, a little bit unhinged, right? Like, And you get nothing done. And you think that that's how, like, the internet is supposed to work. And because mm-hmm. we are an extension, our energy is an extension of what we put up online. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're, I don't know, I think we discount, like, oh, we just put our phone away. But it's like, no, you put that energy out there mm-hmm. and it's traveling to all these places you can't figure out you'll never know that's pretty wild like (laughs) it is it also shows that I think exclusivity was something that we've kind of hated on in the past few years as like a symbol of entitlement and lack of transparency yeah but I'm starting to think like I think the real truth of exclusivity just forever in all of history and even just I don't know personal situations is like it's not this like entitled we're better than other people we need a clubhouse it's like the energy needs to be contained yeah and if we're actually gonna focus on some kind of project or an idea that's such a necessary part of it because as much as you want to trust that people are on the same page or that you're gonna get together and all channel and be transparent it just it's simply not the case yeah it's interesting because I feel like <laughs> you know there's exclusivity and that is tied with like elitism but but then like the every man word is community you know and everyone can say like community I love this community you know because community doesn't have that connotation but I can't just walk in anyone's fucking community yeah you have have to you have to be you have to earn your place like um the trust is really like it's implicit in Mm -hmm. the word community but I think that's why that word has become so popular yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, the like community and like inclusivity, but yeah. they're kind of they've become this these like amorphous words that like like a true community is contained. Yeah, like how can a, a community function if it doesn't have a shared motive, and awareness of all the members? Yes, <laughs> like on a deep level of like Absolutely. I trust my neighbor because I I know that, you know, I know what they're about. I know what they're about. Like yeah. generally, yeah, yeah. I know that they have as much to lose as I do if the, the totally. neighborhood goes down. Yeah. Like, and that's what I think is funny when I see Instagram community. influencers be like, I love this community that we've built. And like, yeah. while I understand that they could be saying that genuinely and really feel that, it's completely, um, not delusional, mm-hmm. that sounds mean, but it's, it is a little like, you don't know who all those people if you have a two million followers and i've definitely i've never resonated with that word and often felt like it was the only word i could use because mm-hmm. it's like what was the energy that allowed the discord to be it's like there is a shared motive but i don't think it's a community i yeah. think it's i happen to 
It's like I wrote a book that a lot of people like, right? Except it's taking place on Instagram. It's like, is it is it the Harry Potter community or is it like people who like Harry Potter? You yeah. Know? yeah. So it's like with Sesame, I'm like, I almost. Barky. <laughs> it's almost like, is it almost like a port, like the portal thing I like yeah. because it implies the truth, which is like, oh, you enter in this space to experience this world. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that any of us could like, you know, build, build a, a fire village. together. <laughs> build a fire together or even have the same you know right and that's what's interesting is I think that's another place where people go with communities where it's like even the Saisun thing I think a lot of people I've noticed this when they get surprised that I have a certain take or I like a certain musician yeah. and they're surprised yeah I'm like I'm not like this isn't a, a tight-knit community totally. where we have the same beliefs like totally. I'm you just found we can both like magic you and were just found on the like, score <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> The, the algorithm, the al- that's the thing is algorithm doesn't equal community. No. Uh, mm. Nope. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and like a city, even a neighborhood. Yeah. Like I could be in a neighborhood and be in community with like certain neighbors and not other ones. Totally. Or like retail jobs, man. Totally. Fucking half the people being like down to like cause a mutiny and the other half being like, like Let's obsessed upsell. with the rules yeah. and like things that community, like yeah. it's normal to sell things. <laughs> thinks that capitalism is normal yeah um absolutely absolutely and that exclusivity it's like you know even the retail job it's like when i had the homies that were you know it was exclusive yeah you know we can just be talking out loud about our plans your (laughs) ex-place yeah get told get snitched on i know and especially that's another thing too is the snitching is i feel like the internet was like let's be transparent and exclusive and inclusive all the time and then it was like everyone showed that they're not trustable. Oh, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. transparent, and then you're gonna <laughs> well, because also use it against me. I just don't <laughs> think that transparency and like trust is really really translates to the internet. It's not possible that because way. we're all like again we're all like putting up these two D avatars of ourselves, yeah. and then and then like how are we supposed to actually like imbue? <laughs> it's like I feel like we've real talked about value. This too, like it's the paradox of like accountability. <laughs> yeah, no, it's insane or like I what cracks me up is like accountability Mm -hmm. and I'm like a bunch of people getting together deciding something is wrong and then yelling at a person and then like not everyone thinking it's wrong and you not that's not accountability accountability is like me hurting your feelings yeah and then we're in community because we're best friends (laughs) and you being like hey that hurt my feelings and I care about our relationship and I say well I care about our relationship let's talk about what happened and get over it and be good friends and it's like it's not me like I hurt your feelings, and then you you go to the local skate park, get all the dudes come right. to my house, and say right. you're an abuser. <laughs> no, and that's what's interesting is I think like in real life friendships, there's a lot more like self work that happens, and obviously like you know really big things do call for like mm-hmm. being called out or whatever in conversation. But like if someone annoys me, a lot of times I'll be like, hey, why did that annoy me? Mm-hmm. I can probably let that go. And everyone's stakes are shared. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But on the internet, it's a lot easier to be like, this fucking bitch, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, and it's just entertainment for those people. Yeah. Like, they get to sort of have entertainment about, th- and make the person a symbol and convince themselves that it's this big moral... And, make, and everyone, you know, can shirk responsibility a lot more because, again, yeah. it's just avatars being like, oh, that person's the bad mm-hmm. avatar today. Yeah, and then the other people feel actualized in there. I was thinking, I was like, what movements, though, felt like true accountability? And I was like, it was actually movements that involved a small group of people. Mm. And other people had to help those people 
have a conversation. Like I was thinking mm-hmm. about the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like, oh, we decided uh, Harvey Weinstein's a bad guy. It's like Harvey Weinstein did things to certain people yeah. that are sp- afraid to speak up. So let's help them speak up. But it's still an issue yeah. between him and those victims. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the difference. It's like if you're helping someone speak up, that's really different than saying, hey, this, you know, a bunch of random people on the internet you've never met, never worked with, never had a, any kind of power dynamic with whatsoever have just decided to make a spectacle, you yeah. know? It's just not, it's just not real, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. It's like there's a difference between exposing hidden information that can put someone in jail or, like, really reprimand them and rightfully so than just right. kind of causing right. a ruckus and then calling it accountability. Right. Oh, <laughs> Then who gets to decide that, the person taking on the moral? (laughs) I will say I feel like accountability, I don't see that word as much anymore. That also sounds like money. Let me look it up. Accountability. (laughs) It does definitely. Sounds like calculating. It is definitely related to accounting. Like like that word, accountability. Actually, if you really think about that word, like origin-wise, it's like we are calculating. Yeah. And to calculate does not equal truth it's like the same thing with justice it's like justice is yeah. such an impossible concept to like satisfy yeah. everyone with because it is people go into a room and like give different pieces of evidence and like weigh yeah. them and it's like a form of calculating yeah um and at the end of the day what is lost cannot be returned so the definition is a factor condition of being responsible but i want to look at the origin of account <laughs> i have an account yeah, the word account is pretty crazy. Yeah. And account also is a story. Yeah, look, the term account accountable originates from the Latin computar. Do you know that word? Oh, well, James knows words more than I do. Computer. Computaria. I, <laughs> Computer. I, I guess, yeah. To count. To be accountable required a person to produce account of either the properties or money. Huh. that have been left in their care but what i'm trying to get at is like that word to me almost reflects how it's being used now of like you say it's about responsibility but it's a really like a game of value mm-hmm. and value both on like a material sense of like what can we take away from you until you give us what we want yeah but also values as in moral values of like who's more of a valuable being because they're more moral in this situation by the performance of this like battle yeah. of one interesting winner. yeah that it's is psycho. interesting Words are always the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Words be telling. I know. Yeah. I got I got telling recommended stories. at a party the other day for calling myself a nihilist. Really? What? And Explain then, it. Well, not reprimanded, but sort of being like... <laughs> you were held accountable. I was held accountable <laughs> to my own word, yeah. Because I was talking about... Uh, we were oh, talking no. about... <laughs> <laughs> opening things. Yeah. We were talking about... Um, philosophy or whatever philosophies of life mm-hmm. and I was sort of over it and I was sort of just like I am a nihilist like <laughs> wait was it when was it was I there and it was about the baby like you're like I don't want babies or something. um it wasn't no. about a baby but you were at was present around, yeah. at that day yeah and so um <laughs> and I was like yeah I'm a nihilist and and the guy was like what do you mean by that and I like I understand like g- generally what a nihilist is mm-hmm. but I looked it up later and nihilism is like you don't believe there's any point um, you don't believe that anything like humans have any point in living at all and like mm. um but there's different types of nihilism and what yeah. was interesting was I sort of had to re-redact my statement and say like I cl- I I try to live with like non-attachment mm-hmm. but I as a result of that have been called a nihilist because of mm-hmm. the way that I speak about things by other people and mm-hmm. so but I was looking into it but they're confusing it. it with stoicism I, I was looking into yeah. it and Buddha 
has like some people have interpreted his teachings of nirvana as nihilism because he <laughs> he says like nirvana is nothingness yeah but i but that's not what it is it's also those people think nothingness is a negative right exactly that's and that's yeah. why i feel like philosophy as like a, as speaking with words can mm-hmm. be so faulty because you're trying to like encapsulate something that mm-hmm. is like unlimited no, it's true. So anyway, I sort of went on a tangent, but I but because like I was just yeah. held accountable to my own words, and it was such a funny thing where I was like, okay, we're gonna do this. Like, well, yeah, no, but the nothingness is so interesting. It's like the difference between detachment and dissociation, right? And I always remind people that the difference between those things is like the active choice, and it's like to yeah. be, nihilism is almost passive. It's like being defeated. Yes, and there's yeah. actually passive nihilism and active nihilism. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And it's, like, to be passively, everything sucks, is to be literally, like, depressed and, like, out of commission. But to be actively, like, Buddha. Out of commission. Yeah, literally out of account. <laughs> no more accounts. Um, close the accounts. Close the accounts. We're out of commission. Um, was, yeah, if you're actively, like, Buddha, like, actively romanticizing nothingness as freedom, that's yeah. so different. Yeah. That party, yeah. <laughs> that party was so funny. There was one time where I was by the fire and there was like a pause in my conversation and uh, I could hear yours. And uh, the guy said to you, he was like, would you rather be loved or what did he say? Loved or feared? Uh, loved or respected. Or, or loved or loved, loved or remembered. Loved or remembered. Yeah, that was so yeah. funny. It was like a quiet moment. I hear James's talking friend. Yeah. Would you rather be loved or remembered? What did he say? I didn't ask him back. Which is what he wanted. Because I think, yeah, I think that's what he wanted. I also think that made might have led in... Oh, that actually led into our nihilism conversation. Oh. Because I said loved uh, because I don't be care about being remembered. I wonder if that's the cops calling me. I wonder if it's Sprinkles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gabby ordered cupcakes. Hello? Hi, I'm with Philip Atlanta. I dropped the Sprinkles. Oh, amazing. Okay, I'll be right there. We got cupcakes. We just ate a little bit. Of, we just had a cupcake break. Yeah, we had sprinkles, cupcakes. Gabby got them for her family and obviously me because I'm here. And we also got Joey a cupcake. Which we'll, yeah, <laughs> we're going to eat later. I'm very excited. Um, loved or remembered? So he asked you that question. What was your answer? My answer was loved because I don't care about being remembered. Mm-hmm. And I stand by that. Um, <laughs> and I think my feeling with that is like the only time it's also so fitting that it was a guy to ask me that mm-hmm. because that is such a male binary to think no, you know you're right no that's a very masculine thought like i remember having <laughs> I a huge remembered. crush on this guy and he was like yeah i just want to like make something amazing i two two guys wow. that i've dated have said this uh not my current but mm-hmm. basically saying like i want to make something amazing to so that it will it will like outlive me and i will be immortal mm-hmm. because of that like using the word immortal like immortalizing me and I just think that I don't think in those terms, obviously I'd rather like in the present moment have love. Totally. Um, but I think it comes from like, obviously women, people who can carry babies, it's like, <laughs> comma, she put a comma in between those, you guys. Fuck. You know, <laughs> joking, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because if someone, if there's no comma, they'll be like, she's saying only women. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a comma. Yeah, you're defending me. I thought you were oh, taking yeah. me down. I was saying, yeah, the grammar in my head didn't work. You can have babies, yeah. which includes women, so you could say that whenever the fuck you want. Yeah, so, um, but they're going to be remembered because of their children, their lineage, and, like, being remembered is both a blessing and a curse because being mm-hmm. a mother is one of the hardest things because you're instantly hated 
by your children as soon as they turn yeah, there's like, so much 13. more responsibility to be remembered like because yeah. being remembered at all is also being like a symbol of like something like, yes yes like you could just kind of like passively exist and they'll be like my mother was right my father yeah um yeah men definitely have this like legend vibe do you have you. do you have like are you on I the same just, page i know i see that generally like i was saying earlier with like the guys i work with like i feel like that's the language barrier we have is like their reward system is like make an impact whoa like yeah. engagement like people care and i'm just like i mean <laughs> yeah and it's also just like we have legend. an impact no matter what like it's legendary <laughs> legendary yeah maybe they're well because usually when people are so about that it's because they're insecure about their impact and like you said it's like we you know as life creators whether we have kids or not or capable or not it's like we're kind of faced with our mortality so early yeah who talks about this um the poet book what is it letters to a young poet mm. one of the letters he's like literally calls out men and says they are they they fumble because they're not faced with their mortality as early as yeah. we are and like the yeah. fragility of life because think about it if you didn't have to get a period and think about the possibility of pregnancy like so much of yeah. our lives is kind of in our relationships yeah are centered around the fact that we either don't want to get pregnant or we want to be in a situation where that doesn't happen or if it did happen we'd be okay like so much is, right. is arranging this very like physical like unstoppable thing yes absolutely and it's like they don't have that so it's like for me it's like it would be crazy to not i'm have not that. insecure about my <laughs> power because to create a being is like some one shit. of the most powerful yeah. things you can do and to be the owner of the, that portal yeah <laughs> you know yeah it's like i always tell people, you know it's like you you're in charge like women are in charge you know mm -hmm. <laughs> We choose who gets At in any there. moment, we could stop carrying the kids. <laughs> and then and look will. what would happen. <laughs> what do you think of this new thing people keep saying? Where they're like, don't have kids. It's bad for the environment. Um, I, I don't want kids, and neither do you. Yeah, I and don't know. I didn't know that was a thing, but that's also... I agree with that. I mean, I think overpopulation is sort of like... When, would it, can you explain the argument they're making a little more? Is it just they're that just like, tagline? Yeah, it's just this, like, I've just been seeing it more and more where it's, like, having kids is just bad for the environment. Yeah. And, like, either people are using that as a reason to not want them or to, like, call out people. <laughs> How? Well, I do think, like, I do agree with that. Yeah. Like, it is, I think, like, overpopulation is a huge deal, right? Yeah. And so... But it's also like, ugh, it's one of those things where it really depends on the value. But it's also of a just culture. like a dumb thing where it's like, well, either we're gonna have an, we're gonna, either gonna have humanity mm -hmm. by having children or we're not. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's also values are changing because it used to be that having kids was like the meaning of life, and yeah, so it's sort of like evolving was the meaning of life. Yeah, but now we're like, well, actually having a kid and like it being another egomaniac in in the right. in the whole vortex of earth is not really like we just like for a while i think the the gospel was like you know your the purpose. next kid will be yeah. smarter yeah you, you pass down your knowledge and you get this right. better thing and right they make a better world and it's like it doesn't really work that way it's kind of like a catastrophe <laughs> yeah you're lucky if 
things turn out okay. Here comes the wobbling. Um, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I don't agree with that just tagline because it doesn't have any complexity. And I know. I find it annoying. Yeah. And, like, it's not that I, I like it in the sense that I just want less people to, like, romanticize children because I, I hate, like, exactly. especially like, like, I, like I, men I, yeah. do it. Like, irresponsible yeah. men are like, I'd love to have some little kids running around one day. And I'm like, oh, you're literally just imagining yourself, like, on a couch with, like, a kid doing something funny. Like, it's you, also, <laughs> it ties into the mortality thing because yeah. I, like, have experienced that conversation where someone said, like, I have pretty good genes. I'd love to, like, pass them on. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, <laughs> because of why. Because why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, really, who who fucking cares? Yeah, and also, who like, cares? you can have good genes and still, like, I don't, like, who really has good genes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's a weird thing. Yeah, I think that's a really weird thing to say, I will say. Yeah. I remember when the person said that to me, I was like, that's just weird. Like, it's a mm-hmm. weird reason to have a kid. Um, yeah, I don't, whatever, I'm not gonna drag, <laughs> I'm not gonna drag, drag another ex in the pot. <laughs> um, but yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it's I, a, it's a mortality thing as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely, I definitely am fine with people thinking, like, I think it's a dumb, I just feel like it's, there's intuitively, I'm like, it's not, it's just a weird thing to say. It's a, it's a bad, <laughs> it's a bad slogan. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like kind of odd. Like, it I'm feels like, very like millennial pink. Yes. It yeah. does. You're right. Yeah. It does. Um, like, it just feels like this, I don't know why. Yeah. But it points to just, like, what matters in a culture. Like, you hear people in the U.S. saying that. Like, Brazil is still, like, very, like, you know, the meaning of life is having a little baby. Right. It's a baby. And then everyone, yeah. like, like, I remember my aunt, like, my one of my cousins had a kid recently, really cute. I sent him little Nikes in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> my mom called her right after the baby was born. They were talking, and they were like, how is everybody? And she was like, oh, you know. She was like, there's a baby now. Everyone is happy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and she was just like, she said, like, her husband or, like, one of my uncles was like, like over the moon like just wow like, yeah and that's the difference it's yeah. like as a culture now it's like what we care about more than children we care about like self-actualization and like politics and like yeah virtue yeah but it's like that's kind of new like there was a, yes. like we were saying yeah there was a time where like having a kid and this idea which isn't really real that right they're gonna do something yeah i think i mean it's be- we've become so disillusioned with this concept that i feel like was perpetrated in the 50s mm. where it's like you have your kid you and then that kid becomes your life and it's full of love yeah and, another and, thing to love and you're fulfilled um but i do really it will be very interesting to see how how this all plays out in terms of yeah. population because you know japan is like they I have a kids. serious problem with people not like having kids oh really yeah doesn't china have a one kid rule or something they did for a long period of time oh they just lifted it. Well, I guess they are the recently. number one polluter, so they probably have to um, care about that more. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. But, like, yeah, it'll, like, when we, when the U.S. gets to a point where we're just an aging population, because it, I, the birth rate is declining officially as of yeah. the last census. It's not just a online thing that people are saying. Mm-hmm. So. Are babies a luxury? The people that I know that are having kids right now are the fanciest people the that I know. The most yeah. Or the people that are, yeah, like, yeah. I think people that, especially people who had a kid during the pandemic and, like, made the choice <laughs> to be like, this is going to be okay, like, Pandem- I'll be okay. Pandemic kids. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a big risk. Speaking a big. It's of, a leap of faith. It is. 
Uh, speaking of children not turning into <laughs> amazing new evolved beings, uh-huh. should we talk about Astroworld and like that vibe? Yeah. Okay, so Astroworld, what happened? We're late, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we've gathered all the information. I also, I'll, okay, it's fine. Um, so Astroworld is Travis Scott's um, music festival, music festival. And he has, I've always respected that he does have his like thing. Like he has an artistry that he cares about. Like yeah. his, his aesthetic has always been this kind of like fun carnival thing. Right. So Astroworld is cool as a concept that I respected for a while. And so Travis Scott had a concert in Houston and said nine people died. Like, it was eight, and then one person was, like, hurt and then died later. Yeah. And eight people died because of crowd overcrowding and just... Poor crowd management. Yeah, poor crowd, yeah. So essentially people got trampled and died and weren't being held, and people were, you know, probably moshing and kicking each other and just nobody really cared and then he didn't really step in even which is the weirdest part to me is like even when visually things were so clear like kylie posted a video of like an ambulance going through the crowd and it's like that's not normal right that's not like metal (laughs) yeah um that was strange but i think and then there was videos surfacing of like dead but i didn't see the dead ones but there was of just people trying to get people's attention there was one in particular this girl who tried to get on stage and be like, people are dying, like, stop. And, like, nobody would stop. And it was just this really weird... It just felt very surreal to see that news because it just felt like, yeah, why did this happen? Yeah. And it was also, like, I think... I don't know if you saw the video of people entering the festival. Yeah, it was already kind of... People a, were just... Were, were getting trampled going already, in, yeah. but they were just getting up. Was it intention? They broke down the they broke down the fence. Like, so you know like, they say like intention creates results. So oh my God. people came in there with fighting. Well, the obviously like it was a charged space yeah. for sure. And then apparently he's always been that way, where it's like he encourages the crowd to be that way. Right. Um, and I I do think I also saw a lot of videos of like other artists being more caring for their crowd and being like help people. But the only you mean thing, uh, in Astroworld? No, just like elsewhere. Like, because it's oh. like with Astroworld, everyone was like, why didn't he say anything? Why didn't he stop anything? Which I totally agree with. And I looked at other artists who, there was like videos of like Nirvana or whatever who ca- yeah. caught something in the crowd and like stopped it. Wow, um, interesting. Those were nice to watch. But those really like warmed my heart. And I was like, it is a good thing to be that way and to like, yeah. it's not uncool to be, to say, hey, like, there's I a limit. I think that's the thing is I think he did say things, but he didn't continue, he continued the show. He didn't do show. it as well as, yeah, apparently he continued this show 30 minutes after it was declared like a high. Mass casualty. Yeah. Yeah. High bod count. Um, how do you feel about it? I, I mean, obviously it's, I, when I, re- I read that thing mm-hmm. that you posted where it was the woman's account in, in the so crazy um, thing, and it was truly horrifying and so sad, um, but it was very reminiscent of experiences that I've had where I feel like it was just like, that was like, te- like four, three, four notches above what I've experienced in big yeah. crowds, and I feel like the people that I've talked to you know, friends that I've talked to after the event, like, a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm, like, it almost seems like it could happen more often, because... Yeah, that's what I was, I felt, too. Um, you know, I've been in crowds, like, festival crowds, and as soon as a performer comes up on stage, everyone rushes. Mm-hmm. And there, there was the first time that happened to me, and I wasn't prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I 
I lost my balance mm-hmm. and I, I caught myself, but I remember being like, I'm fucking getting pushed. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, because if you don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. it's very scary. It's mm-hmm. literally happening from behind you. So I, those situations are so intense. Like, and yeah, absolutely. people take it so lightly where it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to wait for our favorite performer for three hours. <laughs> and so then you're fatigued yeah. from standing somewhere for three hours, four hours. Like yeah. we've been, we've done that before. Many times. So, and not even, people don't even take it lightly, but they take it as like a badge of honor. Exactly. And that was the thing. The only thing I felt with the Travis thing was I felt like the narrative that was being spread was like, Travis doesn't care about his fans. He's just a rich guy that wanted to pay 30 more, play 30 more minutes. Like it just didn't make sense to me. It was like, it's way more expensive for people to die than for you to play 30, to finish a show that you're probably already paid for. Um, and I, I thought that that was a weird take where it was like this whole thing of like, it became this battle of like. Kylie and Travis are these money hungry they don't care about people and I was like yeah the reality is that it met somewhere in the middle where this was a crowd that was really proud of what they were doing yeah unaware that it could get this far or so you know probably a mixture of like drugs and stuff and and just mob mentality but like if people left that situation alive or even hurt just slightly hurt I I'm certain that it would have been like, that was badass. Like, we wouldn't have heard about it. But right. amongst themselves, they would have been like, yeah. I survived Astral World. Like, yeah. that's how teens are. Yeah, if nothing had happened, you're saying. If like, nothing had happened yeah. and the narrative wasn't like... It was just a normal, like, rowdy crowd. Yeah, which happens yeah. constantly. Yeah. And usually there are no deaths. Like, I wonder why this one led to that when there's countless crowds that get like this. Totally. I remember being at FYF. Which did feel like somewhat ramshackle, and it, mm. that was the festival that I was like, I'm never going anywhere general admission again, because I just felt like a We cow. had that too. I remember you and I were like, this is... It was like Run the Jewels, I think. It was like you yeah. and I were in a crowd, and then the next was like Run the Jewels, which we didn't like love, but we were like, oh, let's see what it's like. And yeah. that crowd was like really... They were very, yeah, yeah like All very of a sudden, intense. I was like, I, it was like men. It was like mostly men. And I just remember being like, no, I'm going to like get my teeth knocked out. Yeah. And so I left. Yeah. Um, and I've even had that at small punk shows I had one time. I fell on the ground and got kicked in the face. Crazy. You know, and it's like, yeah. you think it's easy to look back on that and say, someone saw me fall and then didn't think to like, but it's like, it happened so fast. It's like that person wasn't kicking me in the face. They were, right. They were dancing. Right. And didn't stop in time. Totally. Yeah. You know? And so it's like this weird thing I felt with the Travis thing where I was like, well, he definitely could have done more. That's, I wish like I knew what he was thinking, but... Apparently, like, Azalea Banks said when you're performing, it's hard to actually see what's going on. Yeah. And all these things. And especially if you're bringing that energy and everyone's supporting that energy, you're like, everything's going well. I'm having another one of my rowdy-ass, like, yeah. gnarly concerts. Yeah. But I just was uncomfortable with just the whole, like... I was like, have you guys never been to a show like this? Like, yeah. If everyone yeah, was I okay, wonder. would have been happy. Like, yeah. Because I remember yeah. one time at that FYF show, like, I, I I think it was Kendrick, and I, someone was pushing into me with their backpack, so mm-hmm. my, my chest was being compressed, someone was behind me, uh, standing really close to me, mm-hmm. and at some song, like, everyone started jumping, and I remember my feet being lifted off the ground, mm-hmm. because I was being pull and I was I'm not I'm a I'm a hearty girl <laughs> he was being you know hoisted I was being backpack. hoisted with the backpack and I couldn't yeah. fully breathe and I was like well this is just the part of the show yeah you know and I mean <laughs> my mom okay this is trippy my mom 
has told me this story since I was very young, mm-hmm. which I think is why, like, I would go into crowds, but usually, like, really monitor it, was she went to, um, it was a David Bowie concert, I think, mm-hmm. with her friend, and she told this story to me over and over again as, like, a cautionary tale where, uh, it just, when people were leaving, mm-hmm. she fell down, mm-hmm. and, like, her and her friend thought they were gonna die, and they were, like, on the ground, like, nobody was helping them up, and my mom said I got up, and she was, like, my hair was just full of, like, gum and, like, candy, and she was, like... I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and I actually yeah. haven't thought that story until now. Yeah. But she always made me aware that that happens. And I remember, it's also like, a, I remember watching a Shakira documentary mm-hmm. and like two people died at a Shakira concert. Whoa. But on the way out, same way with the David Bowie one, which is different yeah. because it's almost like all the blame can be put on, put on the crowd because they just weren't being polite about leaving a concert. Yeah. Um, in both cases. But it's like with the Travis thing, it's like, well, you know. Yeah, my mom was always like, never get close to the front because you'll get you'll get yeah. suffocated, which is like <laughs> like never be in the center. Like, yeah. Um, but what does that say about just like, it's just such a weird, I don't know. Like that whole story was just so crazy to me. Like yeah, well, being in a crowd at, at like a festival is like the least community possible because oh, I know. Everyone, everyone is for like themselves. for themselves. Yeah. Especially now with like wanting to get good content, yeah. I was thinking I was like, you get close, you get a good video, and like, you're not present. Like you when you are story. in a crowd like that, you really have to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Like, but if you're staring into your phone, mm-hmm. you're not aware of what's going on, and that's so yeah. dangerous. Like it's it's literally like driving and texting, you know? Yeah. Um, Interesting. It's very it's very sad, and I do hope that like things are, you know, people are a lot more careful moving forward, but. Mm-hmm. I just, I wish, I also just wish it was more surprising. Also, this has happened before, like, it happened starting in, like, the 60s. I think there mm-hmm. was, like, a concert, people got trampled, and it's just, like... Yeah, it's also, like, hard to not... For me, it's, like, hard to not blame the crowd, because it's, like, that's crowd etiquette. Like, mm-hmm. I would never oh. see someone on the ground and leave them there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, I just think, I don't know. Like, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Um, and, like, I get it. Like, it's almost, like, easier to blame Travis. Like, obviously, I'm not, like, saying he's, like, innocent at all. Like, I think it's so powerful when a when a musician goes up there and says, hey, guys, like, right. Like, have fun here. Ultimately, <laughs> like, you are in control of the vibe because everyone yeah. is there to, like, mm-hmm. watch what you're doing, you know. Uh, but if you go into a situation as an audience member being, like, I know that this performer wants us to go hard Mm -hmm. you're gonna go hard for them Mm -hmm. and like it's sort of I think it's just a a diffusion of responsibility is really what it comes down Mm -hmm. to in a crowd it feels it feels anonymous and also you have to think of like the chaos that was happening in that Mm -hmm. moment like talk about every man for himself also that girl that tried to stop the concert everyone started booing her right but that's also I don't think that they were aware I think she was farther back oh they weren't aware of what was going on I I, that's what I think because like you know when you're in a crowd and you can't see what's happening more than four feet totally that's a big part of it also yeah Yeah, there was no so I do think those people that were booing her like didn't know what was happening because it seemed like what was happening was like in a really specific location that just Mm -hmm. people kept getting pulled into I was also thinking, like, the funny thing about the crowd, because I just thought about it so much from the crowd's perspective, and I was like, what is that energy of going to a show like that and coming out alive? It's, like, it's literally, like, any other thing that people do for adrenaline. Absolutely. If something brings you close to death and, and you get out of it, it's, like, it is a drug. Yeah. And that's another thing that people do in crowds. And, and it feels, course. this is the thing, is it feels, like, condoned because you yeah. feel like you're in a controlled space. You're like, oh, I paid for this ticket. There's yeah, this, There's that yeah. security guy over there. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? It feels it feels like make-believe almost. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, it's just for this, this performer's show. We're going to yeah. be crazy. But, like, yeah. We, I mean, you and I used to mosh all... Yeah. She's fine. She won't die. I should get you a little... I mean, little <laughs> tiny bits. Um, um, you know, we, yeah, we, we, totally. we used to be big moshers, and I remember being, like, thinking it was a cathartic experience, and... Totally. I would have so much know, fun It was, like, that. now I don't crave that at all, but yeah. I remember being, like, I'm going to get off work, and I'm going to go to the show, and I'm mm-hmm. going to feel so, like, embraced by everyone's, like, crazy energy, you know? And it did feel like a safe space to be rowdy, because especially... It changed, though, because I remember the crowds we were in were very, like, local. Yes. And so the crowds were smaller. Some of the bands even... It really was, like, you really knew... You, recognize or recognize the same people in the crowd yeah Yeah. and it was like moshing was like dancey and like it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't every man for i don't remember phones being out i just remember people going and like it was just about well that's also so nice about like small shows because you're not like this is the one time i'm seeing this like crazy international performer dollars i'm gonna get the most out of it yeah oh that's an energy too even the way people like ran over the barricade it's like this is it i know yeah i know and post-pandemic vibes Mm -hmm. like there's this whole thing where we all have a personal like space bubble that's Mm -hmm. like inherent but i feel like that's probably somewhat (laughs) like devolved over time because Mm -hmm. we haven't had to like be around people and been like okay like this person's here. I'm checking myself mm-hmm. here. I don't. I don't know. There's definitely an adjustment period that no one's really talking about. Like mm-hmm. no one's actually talking about it in a real way. Where we're, we're re-entering society or the PTSD. I see so many people with like mild to severe PTSD about the pandemic from all kinds yeah. of things, from like the health terror to like the aloneness. Yeah. Um, and I can say for myself, I knew that would could happen to me, so I avoided the news like crazy. Yeah. Because I didn't want it to end up that way, but I saw people who didn't and who were literally like, their brains were wired to look at the news every morning. Yeah. As if the morning was going to change something. Yeah. Um, yeah, when it first started out, I would check the numbers, and then too. after a while, I was like, this yeah. isn't, a, I can't, I can't change anything other yeah. than my own behavior, and like seeing the amount of death isn't going to... It was either, like, it would be it would have been over in a month, or it would have been much longer, and yeah. it ended up being much longer. <laughs> yeah, truly. Like, it would have been like, oh, some people got sick, and then, okay, we figured it out. It would, no. It was yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to the crowd thing. I was also thinking, like, what makes it exciting is, like, in youth, physical sensation is more exciting. Totally. Like, being around sweaty bodies is, like, more exciting. Yeah. And you're just, like... Because you're just trying to find any outlet possible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what if there's just like a hot person in the wash pit with me? (laughs) (laughs) Then you find out there never is. (laughs) Yeah. But there's so much bodily expression. Yeah. And I I almost think it's like And there's so much more like literal hormone and angst to get out. Yeah. It's all makes sense. Yeah. But I just was like, I think... But a lot of people are saying like, does this speak to either this generation or like Travis's fans? No. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do think... Well, okay. Yes and no. No, because again, like you and I have said everything we just said. Mm. But but (laughs) yes, because there is something to speak to with like energy of music. Yeah. And like energy of crowds and like just seeing the people that rushed in. Yeah. That is a vibe. That doesn't happen. Did you see the satanic takes? I didn't see them. I heard about them. There was... Okay, so... Well, the first thing someone told me, just, like, of someone I know in person that I saw, was said to me... Oh, like, I was saying... I was like, don't you feel... Because I keep saying that. I'm like, to people that I talk about this with, I'm like, where is that, like, 
everyone being like, hey, I remember when I was a fucking dirtbag kid trying mm-hmm. to mosh. Like, mm-hmm. um, and he was like, yeah, I felt that way too until I saw somebody uh, was talking about the frequency level of the music that was being played <laughs> at the festival and uh-huh. that everything was like, they would play these like dungeon, like demon but vibes that's all like, day. That's like his aesthetic. But yeah. you know, okay. And but then there was this like sat- the satanic stuff. I only dabbled so lightly because it was ridiculous immediately. Yeah. Where it said like, it was the sixth day and the sixth birthday and it's Chris's sixtieth oh and I'm like I don't even think Chris is involved. Who's Chris? Chris Jenner. Oh, I was like, <laughs> oh, we could talk about how all the Kardashians apologize, which I also thought was weird. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Okay, I'll tell you about that. But, um, but okay, so I saw the satanic stuff and I was like, honestly, like, I don't believe that it was a satanic ritual, but mm. I do believe that dark rituals and positive rituals can happen on accident based on the environment created Mm. because every moment a concert is a ritual right and there's nothing more uh energizing than music nothing more energizing than thousands of people vibing to one totally music yeah (laughs) one note (laughs) (laughs) a single word (laughs) travis's raps yeah so it is like that's something too is like if there's going to be a spiritual conversation about it it shouldn't be like well because satanic panic is such a played out thing that like (laughs) i feel like we've we should have evolved past as a society you know um Um, and i also like basically (laughs) my thing is i heard someone being like yeah they were injecting people with drugs in the in the audience like randomly yeah and so when i heard that because i was sort of like you know fishing around on instagram when it first came out as soon as i heard that i was like oh this is going to be a conspiracy theory like mine and i'm not here to play like because that was a a rave um myth years ago did you ever hear that yeah that people were giving people and that the reason why that came out diseases or drugs you get injections with a disease or drug and the reason why that came out is because they didn't ravers didn't want non-ravers to go to rave so they created these scary things i know that because my boyfriend in high school was a raver and told me he had the big pants he had the big pants (laughs) had all the bracelets so like jeans or something but so I immediately, like, saw that and just thought, okay, this is what's happening and I'm not going to engage with this. But mm-hmm. I think satanic stuff is is in the same vein of people mm-hmm. who see something and they're, they think, oh, how can we manipulate this for our cause, which is, like... They, like, what people do, like, Marina Abramovich. Yeah. Like, I completely understand her. And it's, like, if she happens to create a powerful energy with what she does, mm-hmm. that's, that's art. It is... Yeah, I remember I made a tweet once that said, if you want to practice witchcraft openly, just make art. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. Um, and I also think it's people who aren't maybe so... They're not aware. Like, they think, like, Satanism is this, like, one vessel, of, like, yeah. as opposed to just, like, energies oh. and rituals existing um, in this very vast way that it takes, like, a recipe to create a result. Right, right, exactly. And so I, I do feel like, yeah, the concert kind of spoke to that yeah the concert obviously like people died that is dark that is yeah there, so why don't we just say that rather than making it like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh feeding chris's <laughs> eternal body or whatever who's who jenner oh chris jenner oh, yeah, yeah. oh now i see because i had the same, <laughs> see, like, yeah, the same thing happen <laughs> um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I almost feel like we just have a tendency to overcomplicate things rather than being, rather than, and this is the thing, is rather than facing what really happened and being like, this was so, so sad and random shit happens all the time and chaos is real. Mm Mm-hmm we have to create a conspiracy rather than just grieving and being like, maybe we should have a moment of collective grief mm-hmm. because tragedy has struck mm-hmm. in a place that it should not, you know? Yeah. And it's also, I mean, the Satan thing kind of, it gets tied up with that other kind of like really like lofty take that doesn't do anything that like claims that like Kylie and Travis did it on purpose and they're like money grubbing whores. Right. Like it's just like, because Travis is now paying for the but funeral that, costs that doesn't and everything. Do anything. And, like, like that doesn't do that take doesn't do anything but create, like, reaction and fantasy because yeah. would Kylie, if that was the case, they would never admit it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to admit that. Um, you know? And it's, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> madness. Okay, so the other thing that happened was, like, so first what was interesting was I heard the news from Harry in the morning mm. and he sent it to me and he was like, I just can't believe like Kylie hasn't deleted her stories yet because mm-hmm. she had a bunch of stories from Astroworld, including one that had an ambulance in it. Yikes. Which was psycho. <laughs> that was weird too. I was like, what was the, what was the thought there? Was an ambulance going into a crowd? Yeah. It was like in the crowd trying to get to where it had to go and like uh. people were like in the way. It was weird. Um, and she wasn't deleting it, and then I was like, oh, let me go look, and I go to her profile right when she's deleting it, like, she was deleting it in that moment, because, like, I watched them disappear, and it was, like, 11 a.m., and I told Harry, I was like, oh, it's, like, three where you are, but, like, she probably just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> she woke up in L.A. Now we know Kylie's morning. Yeah. She was, like, at the gym or something, but, um, yeah, she had probably, like, just woken up, and, um... So that's that. So she deleted those, and then, she, of course, she issued uh, condolences. Oh, she did? I didn't see that. Yeah, but then all of what was weird was, like, she did, and then Kendall did, and then Kim did, hmm. and then Chris and Chloe reposted Kim's apology. Whoa. Like, what it was did, just, like, was... the whole family. It was just the same stuff all around, where it was, like, my heart is breaking for the... Also, Drake was there. You know that, right? Yeah, that's when <laughs> shit went crazy yeah and that was interesting too because if you think of narrative wise it's like drake also performed during the time where they were apparently aware of what was going on and, and yet, no one's saying anything nobody's saying anything <laughs> yeah. and people were like his prt must be really good or something's going on but did drake not say anything he did he said um he even like dissed instagram in the process i think it's on his page right now but his apology was kind of funny in this sense Drake. Champagne poppy. I always type Drake and I'm like, no, it's champagne poppy. He said, I've spent the past few days, because he didn't say anything for a while, and he said, I've spent the past few days trying to wrap my mind around this devastating tragedy. I hate resorting to this platform. Oh, wow. To express an emotion as delicate as grief, as he said, but this is where I find myself. My heart is broken for the families and friends of those who lost their lives and for anyone who is suffering. I will continue to pray for all of them and will be of service in any way I can. May God be with you all. Damn. God in the chat. Um, Yeah, so that was... I mean, that's just interesting in the sense that he just didn't get any heat whatsoever. Yeah. Well, the one thing I'll say is, like, Astroworld was planned by Travis's team. Yeah, so it's true. That. And he's, yeah, he's everything. He's the face of it. He's yeah. the design of it. He's, yeah, Drake's just, like, got, got pulled out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
he was like he came out for that also so crazy that it happened during probably sicko mode because that song is like insane you know <laughs> yeah um i wonder what the future holds i mean that's a really big it's a huge deal so kylie is pregnant she's really i know that baby. i know has she been posting no yeah i didn't see that the kardashians had posted about it and i thought like i kind of was like surprised Ugh. that they didn't but i guess they just did it in their stories yeah because they are really like a unit yeah, which must suck. I was like, it doesn't really make sense for, like, Khloe Kardashian, who probably is, never goes to the concerts, to be like, totally. I'm also sorry. Totally. <laughs> like, Khloe's like, have you heard of Good American? And everyone's like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw her stuff at, like, Nordstrom. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, all right. <laughs> I hate. Um, yeah, that's it. I feel, like, I just feel like there's some conversations I would have liked to hear. You know, just yeah. about youth moshing. But all I saw, and I could have just been on the wrong channels. <laughs> yeah. But I just saw a whole lot of, like, that whole, like, lofty, like, fuck celebrities. Right. <laughs> Which is, That's like, all I saw, too. It's like, how? why are we going to say that until we realize it doesn't really mean anything? Yeah. <laughs> celebrities are mirrors which reveal culture to itself. <laughs> yeah. Travis was simply a mirror for the collective <laughs> consciousness of hype culture. Well, it is definitely, like, a mirror, but they were also mirroring him, so. Do you think hype culture is going to change at all? Like, this kind of, like... It is a shock to the system. Mm-hmm. It, like, because it shows the consequences of being it. I don't know. <laughs> in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know? I looked at the Astroworld tags, and there was still some people who were, like... Uh, like earnestly po- posting like their time there oh, no. and then the comments would be like what is this oh my god <laughs> like, tone down like it depended on who their friends were i guess but some people like they post like them and like their girlfriend and they're yeah. like at astroworld it was sick and like after everything had been out in the media wow and then some people would post like really cute hot pictures and then the caption was like this is my recollection i saw like <laughs> oh my god but just the way that it was being processed that's why instagram is one of the weirdest phenomena i know <laughs> I also, like, really sympathize with the people who are storytelling because, like, I think that's such a natural urge to, like, witness something like that. Is to be like, you guys, like, this happened and it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I think that's why the person whose story went really viral or was just, like, black on white and she was like, who I am doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. She got, like, like, so many followers after that. Yeah. And I think that's because she, like, didn't... She removed herself from the narrative. Yeah, she was just like, let me just tell you. She had a really good recollection because she kind of included, like, the crowd booing and, right. like, just the whole feeling of it. Right. Which was so crowd-esque. And then did you see that someone posted her on the camera podium and she reposted it? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah that's what I first saw. I saw that on Twitter and everyone was like, this hero is over here. <laughs> and then I went to the hero's page. Yeah. To witness the hero's story. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but really, I mean, really sad, really weird. Definitely could have been avoided, but also, like, really says something. Definitely could have been avoided, but I don't think it's as black and white as people are talking about it. No, I don't think so. I mean, Travis was not a Satan and money-worshipping god. This wouldn't have happened. I'm kidding. (laughs) I mean, that's what everyone's kind of saying, but I just think it's a little bit more... It's definitely more in his direction as, like, a leader, but it, it gets a little gray when you think about, you know... 
what kids want, what kids think they want. <laughs> yeah, and just, I mean, just truly psychologically, beyond all of that, just, like, what happens when you're in a crowd. Yeah. The diffusion of responsibility. Like, mm. that is really, like, Mom, you know, me. that's just what happens, you know, and it sucks. It crowds, really does. And Travis, also, same with diffusion of responsibility, mm. even if he saw what was going on, he was like, I hired security, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever it that's just what happens in those moments like you know like we had that whole episode on the bystander effect it's all very related i know when i read her story i was like dude like everything she was saying was how i felt afterwards she's like if i could go back i would have like done more and it's like you you did kind of as much as you really could yeah uh i'm gonna look travis scott news that's why like when i go to shows now i i really do find myself on the outside of things because it, it just does feel like the energy of being in a crowd can be overwhelming, just even if everything's going super chill. Okay, the number one story right now is Nike postpones release of Travis Scott's latest sneaker. Everyone's wow. saying it. CNN, Wall Street Journal, NPR, Yahoo Life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> CBS News. Billboard. I wonder if, if this could financially break him. That's what a lot of people are saying. I just, like... I don't know. I also wonder if his fans, obviously it takes a lot to change a fan. Yeah. But it's like, aren't his fans, like, low-key, like, I don't know. I Well, I do wonder, <laughs> I mean, like, like... it, like, fits their narrative of him. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be, like, the sort of thing where he'll come back being like, I, this thing happened, and I have cred, and... I think it really just depends on how he handles it in the next, like, month. Mm-hmm. And in his apology, he was like, I'm going to work with the police department. Like, as if there's, like, a bigger... Like, he, that's another way to be like, it wasn't me. Mm. I don't know. I would just... Mm. I don't know. I just There's so much stuff I want to know. Like, I'm like, how does he, like... How does it feel to be that performer, you know, in front of so many people? Like, are yeah. you just... Do you get into this zone where it's, like, all you can see is, like, the people on your level? Like, you know, yeah. that's probably what happened. Well, also, like, when you're playing a festival, like, you can barely see the crowd because the lights are so intense on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. I've actually, yeah. I've had a light shown on me before. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Like, you know, even that's doing... It's, like, a- so simple and odd. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even doing a school play, everyone's yeah. been in that thing, Be like, are my parents actually here? Yeah. You know, because... But, like, a festival's, like, a thousand times that. Mm-hmm. And you have your earpiece <laughs> in. You can't... The earpiece, Yeah. I used to work for an earpiece lady. Famous earpiece lady. Yeah, she was at my first babysitting job. She was the the person who made in-ear molds for the stars. And she did... That's how I met Solange. Yeah. Crazy. Such I should cool tell story. that story. That's a positive story. Yeah. I was 14 years old babysitting. <laughs> Voice crack. <laughs> I was 14 and... Channeling that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had to make it real. Yeah. Um, but it was like she would do it out of her house and I would just be babysitting her kid like right there. And then some celebrities would ask that she came to them, and then Solange came on her own. And she was in the apartment with us, and she was like, I love babies. And she was in, like, head-to-toe white linen. And she was so positive and probably one of the nicest people that came in there. And she played with the baby with me and was like, I love babies. I love babies. And I didn't know who she was at the time. Yeah. She kept being like, it's Beyonce's sister. It's Beyonce's sister. Like the... Oh, and I was like, well, that's sick. Like, good to know. So wild. And now she's she's really made her way yeah um yeah but she would make the in your molds she made some for me 
and just for headphones or it was just like a gift for my birthday like for, it was for headphones yeah <laughs> it's not for my singing career <laughs> um but it was like custom like any or whatever did um, you use them like how do you yeah. use them as a like a pedestrian you know what i mean like how, can you walk up someone and be like make me headphones with this mold I literally don't remember. I think <laughs> I literally don't know. I don't remember what I did because I know they definitely didn't become a big part of my life. Yeah. I think it just they weren't. I've always been an over the ear person. Yeah. So I think I had them and it was like cool and I would wear them. And but it was still like, no, I don't want in ear. Yeah. In ear is a commitment. Yeah. And I also didn't have, I'm, I'm not like an audiophile. <laughs> so it was kind of like, yeah, like the headphones I had. It was just very short lived. I really just don't... I remember I had a whole kit. Like, she gave me a whole... That's so funny. <laughs> and then the, the other idea, too, was that I had the molds, and if I ever needed, I could go to I the lab see. and get other stuff. Because your ears... I wonder if your ears change. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When oh. you were when you are 14. I remember when I, I subbed in for you, and you guys were out of town or something, and I babysat. Really? I don't remember. That's so I did. Funny. I did one day, and How I don't think she, she didn't like me. She didn't really like anyone. Like, it's weird that her and I aren't friends. She yeah. was a strange one. Yeah. Um, yeah, she had a funny vibe. She was one of those moms where you're like, babysitting's fun. Oh, but then I have to deal with this whole family. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really like the kid. Yeah, she was kind of... She was, like, one of those people that would, like, pa- she was very passive-aggressive. And she'd be like, what's going on? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And it was just like, dude, just... Jolene. All right, any well, final yeah. thoughts? Um, yeah, no more moshing. Yeah. <laughs> now I just like to watch everything. Like, I want to watch the audience, and I want to be, like, up high. Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> just to see what's going on. Um, R.I.P. Truly. Nobody should die at a concert. No. Oh, well, any last cute thoughts? Any good news? We're going to travel. That's nice. Yeah, we will, uh, we might do a remote episode, which would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um... And <laughs> also, if you are listening, uh, as of right now, there are still personalized meditations open. Mm-hmm. About half are gone. So if you'd like to sign up, it's uh, I'll put it in the notes, but it's on my website, goteamjames.com. Yes. Which Love is really that. fun. Hey, guys. We'll have a wonderful wonderful day yeah thank you so much for tuning in we'll as always we'll probably post this by the when we're already gone because i don't like yeah. being like i'm about to go somewhere and yeah like, absolutely care. also the next like couple days are gonna be crazy for us so so crazy um tomorrow's wednesday thursday and then i get on a plane i know i'm going on a plane tomorrow so spooky wacky my gosh it's gonna be crazy okay uh keep going have a keep great life keep going great life life See you next time.